it's not a very long parasha, but there are some interesting things here. Uh, the beginning, it says, uh, now Sarah's life was 127 years, the years of Sarah's life. And it's interesting how it's written in the Hebrew. I went and looked to see who else had it written this way, their age. We, there are a lot of people who, uh, whose age is revealed in scripture, but it repeats Shana, 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 Shana four times in one verse. So I wondered, you know, is this a writing style of that period of this author, or is it really emphasizing to us? She lived 127 years. And so she lived a, a long life, a good life, not an easy life, but a, a good life, and left an amazing legacy. And so her life, 27, uh, 127 years, and then she passed away in Kiryat Arba, which is Hebron. We find out that she was buried there by Abraham, and uh, Abraham also died and was buried next to his wife. And in that parasha, we also have that Ishmael died. So we have three people, three major people who passed away in this parasha. Ishmael was 137. Uh, Abraham was 175. And, uh, and Sarah was 127. So we're all young in here. <laughs> and... Uh, and God does amazing things even when we're not so young. Amen? And so God knows I may yet have a family. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, probably not. And uh, so uh, the, the, uh, the parasha begins with uh, her death and, and Abraham grieving. And then he purchases a... Um, a burial place for her. And we find out a lot of things about Abraham's character in this, uh, in this portion. We find out that when he comes to the people of the land, uh, the sons of Chet, the first thing he does, he bows down. And you do this when you acknowledge that you're the lesser and you're bowing down to the greater. And it's really a sign of respect. It's all over ancient Near Eastern literature, biblical literature. So there's a real humble heart, even though he was a very rich man with a lot of possessions and he had authority over a lot of people. He had a man, uh, he had a heart of humility. And uh, he bows down more than once to the sons of Chet, first when he arrives there and then when he, he purchases the... Uh, uh, the cave where he will bury Sarah. We find out also that he's a very generous man, and he's not afraid to give, to offer the full price of uh, the, uh, uh, the, the cave. And uh, I asked, yes, if I could have my, uh, my esteemed colleague here. <laughs> And what's interesting in this passage is that Abraham comes and asks for the uh, the burial place for his wife, and uh, and they say, "Oh, you are an honorable man. You are a man. You are um, 
a, a servant of God. You are in our midst. We're honored to have you with us. And so, of course, who would withhold their best gift from you? And, uh, and then towards the end, and Abraham always says, I will pay full price. I will pay full price. Oh, no, we, we just want to bless you. And um, so they continue the negotiations. And uh, so the, the uh, son of Chet gives the, the, the kever, the, the burial place, to Abraham. And he said, oh, by the way, you know, it's a very nice one. It's actually worth 400 shekels uh, of uh, silver. But, but, you know, of course it's yours because you're an honorable man. So it's a little bit like if uh, David, uh, Rabbi David came to me and said, you know, I lost my Bible. And I would love, uh, uh, would you have a Bible that I can get from you? It's really important to me. I use it every day and I just somehow lost my Bible. And so I said, of course, you're my rabbi. Of course, with pleasure. The best of my Bibles is the TLV, of course. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yes, I will gladly give it to you. And, uh, but, uh, yes, uh, you need it, and you're so honored. And, uh, and I'm so thrilled to have you as my rabbi. And uh, and it's actually sixty bucks, but uh, it's, <laughs> but it's uh, yeah. But you know, Abraham was so generous that there was he didn't flinch, and he paid the full price, even though it was this thing of so cough up the bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> Go read your Bible. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Rabbi, uh, if you would be here, and I'm glad that uh, we, we don't often talk about tithing, and, and we honor the Lord with our tithes in, uh, in this congregation, and I'm glad that Michael mentioned it this morning. And our tithes really is a gift from God, so I would like for God to come up here for a moment. Ooh. <laughs> and so, but he's my rabbi, and so I bring my tithe, and you know, it seems that money is the hardest thing to let go of in this day and age and in the world in which we live, and um, so I bring my tithe to the congregation, and... Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but uh, is my tithe really should I be focusing here or, or because sometimes people give and they <laughs> that's right he gets a portion he gets a tithe of the tithe <laughs> and uh, so sometimes we, we tithe we let go or we don't tithe because in our minds it's giving to the congregation Rather than send me the <laughs> Okay, I am not giving to the congregation. I'm giving to God. Amen. God, you know, Amen. if I had more, I would give more. And uh, it's yours to do. Whoops. Oh, Lord, thank you. It's still in one piece. And uh, so the idea of letting go into the hands of God are gifts. And so not, not remembering our gifts, not holding our gifts back. So I think of, uh, 
of the way the sale took place. Uh, it was a gift, but with strings, seemed to have strings attached uh, with the gift. And But Abraham being wise as he was, he gave the money, the full money, <laughs> to, uh, to purchase. So I think that's wisdom. Sometimes we like a good deal, we like a bargain, and toda. Uh, uh, and uh, but there are times, you know, it's time to bless, it's time to give, it's time to share, and with no strings attached, and just placing things in the hands of the Lord. So reading this passage, and I, I kind of saw this this generous man, <coughs> Abraham, was willing to give the full price. And w w to someone uh, who's kind of, you know, willing to give to the best person, but uh, mentioning just at the end of the transaction, mentioning the price. And so it's an interesting um, dynamic that takes place in the text. So Abraham is a humble man. Abraham is a generous man. And he's not afraid to contribute everything that needs to be contributed uh, one thing we find out in Scripture is that God chose Abraham because he knew that he was going to teach his children the right thing. So his children and people in his household learned to be humble, learned to give, learned to be generous, even his servants. Because we find out in this chapter that his servant, the servant that Abraham sent to find his, uh, a wife for his son Isaac that he learned to pray from Abraham. In chapter 24, we find that when the servant goes to find a wife for Isaac, that he says, once he gets to Aram Naharaim, to the home place, uh, uh, or the place of the ancestors of Abraham, he says, Adonai, the God of Abraham, my master, he said, please make something happen before me today and show loyalty to Abraham, my master. Look, I'm standing in the spring of water and the daughters of the men of the, cities are, the city are going out to draw water. So the, Adonai, the God of Abraham. So Abraham taught him to pray. He was in his household, so he became a real model, a real example of humility, of generosity, of praying, uh, and of wisdom in giving the full price and not, not allowing somebody to uh, tie, him, uh, you know, tie him down with any kind of manipulation. And so after the, the burial of Sarah, then uh, Abraham sends his servant to Aram Naharaim for... Uh, for the servant to find a wife, and he meets Rebecca, who agrees to come. And uh, we, the whole story is at the well. She comes, and the, 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 the request is if someone gives me to drink and then offers to give to my camels a drink also, then uh, that will be a clue that God is answering my prayer. So she fo he follows her, goes to her home, to Laban, uh, Laban's home, to her brother, and uh, goes over the whole, uh, the whole story. And there are other things uh, in this story. We find that the way Laban looks at the riches and the money and the, the gold uh, that 
that Rebecca arrives home with. He reacts immediately. It says, now Rebecca had a brother and his name was Laban. Laban ran out outside to the man at the spring. As soon as she saw the, as he saw the nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's hands, and this is what has been, had been given to her. As soon as he saw that, oh, come on in, you know. Yes, you're welcome in my home. Um, so there, the idea that being impressed by the things of the world, and so eventually we know that uh, Rebecca agrees to go, and so the negotiation takes place there. So there is a wife for Isaac. We find out later on that she is barren, as was uh, Sarah, and, uh, but God performed the miracle there. And in chapter 25, it says, Abraham took another wife. His name was Keturah. And then we have the list of sons of Keturah. And we find out that she gave birth to uh, Dedan, one of her sons, whose sons were the Ashurim, the Assyrians, who lived out east. So the Assyrians, who eventually became the enemies of Israel, were actually the grandsons of uh, the descendants of Abraham, but through the wife Keturah. They were sent out east uh, to live. Then we have the death of uh, Abraham at 175 and the death of uh, Ishmael at 137. So short, but a lot takes place. But what we find out about Abraham is a man of faith, a man of, of generosity, a man who is humble, a man of prayer, and a man who is wise. And so we rarely see him playing into the hands of someone. He is, uh, and God knew that he was going to teach those very quality, qualities to his children. Now I chose to uh, chant the beginning uh, of the portion, which is... Uh, uh, Genesis chapter 23, verses 1 to 6, and uh, the beginning, uh, first celebrating the life of uh, Sarah, even though there is sorrow here, because we find out that uh, Abraham uh, goes to the grave, and he grieves, and he cries uh, there, and uh, buries her, and then releases her, and uh, then goes to purchase uh, the land, but we find out that he is recognized as a prince of God among the people. So Abraham was a—you can be rich, you can be uh, of high stature in the world, you can have uh, multitudes of things, and but what's most important is the condition of the heart, and uh, which I, I believe, you know, the sky is the limit to what God wants to give us and how he wants to bless us, but he'll always check the condition of our heart.